You know who you are? Even Steven. <laughs> so I'm suddenly faced with the idea that the laptop that I use to record and edit my podcasts on uh, will very soon no longer be available to me for a variety of reasons that I'm not really prepared to get into right now. But I have been forced with trying to come up with some ideas in regard to when that happens, how will I move forward in regard to podcasting? And frankly, that's the purpose behind this very special episode of Just Another Fanboy. Welcome to a very special episode of Just Another Fanboy, the podcast that has some problems and finds that by talking about them out loud and talking through things, it can often come up with the solution itself, but just in case, might be looking for ideas from listeners. Wow, that was that was really terrible, wasn't it? Hey, I'm your host here in this very special episode of Blossom. My name is Steven. And yeah, so again, I, I don't really want to get into a lot of details and there's reasons for that, but I'm having some issues with the laptop that I use to record these episodes and edit these episodes and release these episodes online. And it is a very real possibility that over the next month or so, I may no longer be able to use this laptop to do all of that. Now, there are ways to do most everything I need on my phone. Did I say that correctly? My mind is suddenly trying to reach back to remember exactly what I said. And for some reason, my mind is telling me, you left out a few words there, buddy. So maybe you should say that again. So yeah, uh, I'll say it again. I can do most of what I need to do to get an episode recorded, edited, and released just using my phone. But it's going to be a huge pain in the ass to do all of that, or at least to do it and create the kind of episodes that I put out now. I do have an iPhone. It does have GarageBand on it. I'm not all that familiar with it, but I'm sure if forced to, I could figure it out. But it's not it's not ideal. And to make matters worse, the tablet that I use to read all my comics on is, well, it wasn't the best tablet in the first place. And I'm starting to have a lot of issues when it comes to just loading comics on the Comixology app. And I have deleted the app and reinstalled it and done all that stuff. And it's still, I think it's more the 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 tablet than it is the i the 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 tab the blah blah is I think it's the tablet more than it is the app and so now I'm wondering how long it's going to be before the tablet just craps out on me and I'm not able to read comics anymore so I've been working through in my head the idea of possibly doing some sort of donation drive to raise money to purchase a, an iPad. If I get the right kind of iPad, then I can use it to both record, edit, release episodes and read comics on. It would be my all-in-one podcasting studio, ultimately. Again, I can read comics on my phone, 
that's how I started this show was reading comics on my phone. And again, if I have to go back to that, I will go back to that. But it's like, once you have graduated from reading comics on your phone to reading comics on a tablet, it's just, it's just not the same. So again, I've been working through a lot of ideas in my head and back in the day, there was a, uh, most of you've probably heard of him. There was a indie nerdcore rapper who went by the name of Adam Warrock. And I was, and still am a big fan of his. He's no longer making music, but back during the th- five or six years that he was out there creating and selling music, once a year, he would do this thing called a uh, donation drive for one week. And During the rest of the year, he would never ask for donations. And frankly, he didn't have any way for people to donate money. He, he, he would talk about how folks would often email him and say, Hey, uh, could I, I want to donate some money to, to help you make your music because the dude had quit his job and was doing music full time. Basically, he was trying, he was trying to live off literally the sales of his music and money he made going out and touring clubs and whatnot. And he would tell folks, I do a donation drive once a one, one week out of every year. That's when you can donate. I'm not, I I don't ask for it the rest of the year. And, and frankly, I don't accept donations the rest of the year. And I've often been very intrigued by that idea. And over the last few years, ever since I started podcasting again, I have often thought about how I might go about doing something like that. And even to the point of just closing down my Patreon and using that donation drive once a week or one week out of the year uh, model and not accept any kind of donations for the rest of the year. And the reason why I like that idea is honestly, I think that if you're only asking for money, asking folks to actually donate money to you, you're only doing it one week out of every year, there's a fairly good chance that you are going to have more money donated to you during that week than what you might get through something like a Patreon all year long. So there's a part of me that feels like that's a really good idea. But here's the thing. When he did his donation drive each year, he had a slew of things that he would give away to donors. He would put together like a, an EP, you know, a collection of songs, five to six, seven, eight songs that, you know, brand new songs that he would write and record and produce just like any of the other songs he was doing. But he would release that only to folks who donated during that week. He would commission digital art from various comic book artists and maybe put together like some kind of a um, digital wallpaper, like Adam Warrock wallpaper or something. I I don't really remember the art part of it too well, but I feel like there were times that he was giving away digital art, you know, along with the songs. I think I feel like he even had a short digital comic he gave away one year. I do remember though that, uh, I, one of the last years he did his donation drive, he had performed, he had done a show, a concert in his house for 
just a, a bu- it's like he threw a party and and as part of that party he did this concert uh that he put on video and he released that video again only to the donors so one of the reasons i think that this idea really worked for him was i mean he was way more popular than i am he had way more fans than i have listeners uh but also he was able to provide stuff like that he would he would you know, here's some music that you can have, but only if you donate at least a dollar, right? During that week. That's, that's all you had to do is donate a dollar or more. And it sounded like he would fund most of his year through that donation drive. And so I've often thought of just doing that, canceling my Patreon, doing a donation drive one week out of every year. The problem is, is that I don't really have anything. I don't create anything other than podcast episodes that I could provide to folks during that week as an incentive to donate. I'm not an artist. I don't make music. I don't know a lot of musicians and artists that might be willing to donate that kind of stuff to me. So then I could give it away during a donation drive. So, you know, what would I do? What would I do if I was doing a donation drive once a week? And that, also ties into what could I do if I put together some kind of donation drive or a fundraiser to help me come up with the funds necessary to to get a good iPad? What what could I provide to listeners in return? What could I provide to donors in return? And that's really one of the main reasons I'm doing this episode because I'm I'm soliciting ideas from from all of you. I had originally started this. I was I was putting a, a multi-tweet thread together on Twitter. And after I got to about tweet number nine, you know, because you can type all that stuff up in Twitter before you send it. But after I got to about tweet number nine, I thought, you know, this is, nobody's going to read all this. Maybe what I'll do is I'll, I'll make a post over on the forums, forum.justanotherfanboy.com. And so I started, I took all that and I started putting it together in uh, a more, linear fashion that would make more sense as a whole to be read on the forums. But once I got really deep into writing that, I just kind of realized, you know what, it would be best just to do this as a podcast episode. I'm going to get more people listening to this episode than will read any tweet or any post I may put up on a forum. So that's what I'm doing. And kind of like I said there in the, in the, in the, in the intro, I, I often find that I can work through issues and come up with my own solutions when I talk about the problems and ideas I have for these problems. When I talk about them out loud, I often, my brain will often at that point start coming up with ideas. But again, I also want to solicit ideas from all y'all. So uh, my email address will be in the show notes, just another fanboy at gmail.com. You can respond to the, the Twitter. Twittery tweet that I put out uh, for this episode. You can come to the forum, forum.justanotherfanboy.com. There will be a post for this episode. You can provide your ideas there, but it's, you can provide your ideas there, but it's, it's really important that I get ideas from folks because if I don't try to do something and I'm, I'm not going to come up with this money by myself, there's just no way. But if I don't do something, then there, very well may come a time within the next few months that I am forced to only use my phone to 
create podcast episodes. And if it gets to that point, then I definitely uh, won't be putting out a lot of episodes. And I may end up finding myself delaying, you know, throwing big delays in there between episodes because the idea, you know, I've, I've thought through, I've, I've looked at, uh, how to use my phone to do episodes, but the, uh, it really looks like it's going to be a lot of extra work, a lot more work than I'm doing now when I have basically something that, uh, I can use a mouse and a keyboard on. That's, that's two of the big things. I I don't want to get to that point. So I'm I'm really I'm really looking for ideas cuz I need this to be successful. So I'm going to give you some of the ideas I have and you can either take the ideas that I have and improve upon them with any ideas of your own or you can give me all new ideas. But let's start with the the idea of a donation drive one week out of every year. Um it's something that like I said I've been Thinking about doing that for the last three years, I just haven't quite fully figured out the best way to do it just yet. Simply because I, I don't, I my, uh, can't talk. My opinion is that I don't really have anything to offer except for podcast episodes. So it's like, all right, well, I could do uh, an episode a day for that week, seven episodes in a row, seven days a week, but. You know, at this point, I'm doing three to four episodes a week anyway, so that doesn't feel any more special than what folks are already giving. And really, when it comes to asking people to donate money, why would extra episodes entice them to do that? You know, even if they were, I'm going to do a special episode that only you as the donor can listen to that. It just doesn't sound like uh, I don't know that I could create something that would be enticing enough that folks would be like, oh, I've got to listen to those episodes and I don't want to miss out on them. So I'm going to donate some money. So I almost feel like there has to be some kind of stunt to go along with it. And when it comes to podcasting, the first thing that immediately pops into my mind is doing a 24-hour podcast. Now, I think most folks understand that when a podcast does one of these, a 24-hour podcast. They're not literally podcasting nonstop for 24 hours and releasing one episode that is 24 hours long. I know that when Around Comics did it back in the day, they spent that entire 24 hours in the Dark Tower comic book store that they always recorded from. And they would record for, I think they would record for 45 minutes and then they would take a 15-minute break uh, between episodes that would allow them time to basically take the episode that they just recorded and do even a slight bit of editing, which ultimately is just adding a song to the beginning and a song to the end and then, and then releasing it. So folks basically were getting 24 episodes in a row, one every hour, and they were allowing themselves a 15 minute break between episodes. They were young fellers back then. That was like 15 years ago, maybe. And uh, they're about my age. So, you know, the idea of staying up for 24 hours in a row at my age feels like kind of a chore. At the same time, I think about what some of those episodes may sound like after like the heck, just even the fifth hour, not, you know, much less the 10th hour or the, the 15th hour or the 20th hour, you know, when I'm just 
super loopy. Those might be some freaking fun episodes. And the idea of that may be enough to make people feel it would be worth to throw some donations my way during that week. I would, though, you know, because I've thought about the idea of a 24-hour podcast, I, I would do it a bit differently. Um, first of all, one thing that I have to keep in mind is that I live in a house with a wife and two kids who probably would not like the idea of me podcasting for 24 hours. You know, that's that doesn't just affect me. It kind of uproots their life to a certain extent for 24 hours. Um, not that I would require them to remain silent during those 24 hours. It would just mean that if I had if I do something like that, they're just going to end up being part of the podcast. You're going to hear them walking by and getting food in the kitchen and, and watching TV and talking to each other in the other room and uh, maybe even stepping over to the mic and saying a few things and talking to me and asking me questions and junk like that. You know, it's going to be uh, it's not going to be the types of episodes you normally get from me. It's going to be they're going to be very chaotic. I mean, I could I could come up with ideas. You know, I'm going to come up with 24 subjects. I'm going to do 24 episodes and uh, we'll see if I can stick to those subjects, right? That, that I mean, that's something I have to think about. If I didn't want to interrupt my family's lives in any way, then I'd have to go somewhere else that has an internet connection where I could be for 24 hours and and do this. And I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be alone for 24 hours doing this. So it's it's something that if if I wanted to go that route, it would really have to be something that I'd, I'd need to think about and I would have to get their buy in at the same time. And there's no guarantee that I would get their buy in. But if I was to do it, uh, I, I've been thinking about how that would work for me. Um, I don't think I could do 45 minutes with a 15 minute break for 24 hours straight. I don't think I could do that. I think with me, the the best option for me would be from the moment that 24 hour period started, I would start recording. And however long it took me to, to make, you know, an episode, once I was done, I would then give myself a half hour break. During that break, I would, that would allow me to slap something together and get the episode up and also use the restroom, get something to eat spend five or 10 minutes with family, you know, between episodes, that would mean though, um, I would either do 24, 30 minute episodes or just during that 24 hour period. So for example, if the first episode took me an hour and a half, then I took an hour and then I took 30 minutes off. Then for the first two hours, you're just getting one episode. So it wouldn't be 24 episodes, but it would be podcast episodes that you would be getting throughout that 24 hour period. And then just to kind of prove to people that I was doing this and I, and that I didn't just, you know, record 24 episodes, uh, beforehand and stayed up just enough to release them throughout the 24 hour period. I'd, I'd try and live stream the whole thing, not one continuous live stream. I don't, I don't know that YouTube would allow me to do that unless I gave them money. And, and again, if I had money, I wouldn't be doing this. So it'd have to be, you know, if I did 24 episodes, there would be 24 different live streams on the, on the YouTube channel. So anyway, it's, it's something I'm thinking about. Um, I feel like it's something I need to do and I don't want to just say, Hey folks, uh, I need to raise this money for this reason. Give me money. 
you know, without trying to give something back in return. So just another fanboy at gmail.com, Stephen or else over on Twitter, forum.justanotherfanboy.com. Let me know. Listen to this episode and let me know. Give me your ideas. What would, what could I do that would entice you? What could I do that, that might entice other people? Uh, is the idea of doing something like this for one week out of every year and then shutting down the Patreon, do you feel that that's a good idea? Would you be, if, for example, if you're a listener, but you don't, you know, you're not a part of the Patreon, would the idea of, hey, I'm going to ask for donations once a year, would you feel more inclined to donate if you only had to do it once a year? You know, these are the things I need to know. This is the advice I need. This is, I, I, I'm trying to collect some information and collect some ideas uh, before I, I make the next step because this is not something I want to rush into. I mean, it needs to get done fairly quick because I feel like I, I have a, a small window of time before uh, my tablet craps out or, or I'm, I'm no longer able to use this laptop anymore. And um, yeah, I'm not really sure how to end this. Let me know your ideas. Thank you for listening to this very special episode of Just Another Fanboy. Be nice to each other. Bye-bye, Daddy. Bye-bye, Daddy. Good job. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton and adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.